Hello everyone and welcome to the podcast, Paul's 50 years of sporting memories. In this podcast I will talk about my favourite sporting memories over the past 50 years with my good friend Glenn. He covers a wide range of sports and the triumphs and heartaches along the way. In each episode we will go back in time to talk about my memories from a particular year. This is Paul Tonner. We acknowledge the Yugambe people, past and present, the traditional custodians of this land, of the Gold Coast. We thank the Yugambe people for the opportunities to do this podcast on their land. Welcome to this episode of Paul's 50 Years of Sporting Memories. I hope you are well and have had a great sporting week. Hi, Glenn. Hey, Paul. How's your sporting week been? Oh, it's good now. Yeah, lovely warm day here on the oh, Gold it's Coast. Beautiful outside. Yeah. yeah, absolutely lovely. Springs on the way. Oh yeah, yes. Only, only one week to go, roughly. Yeah. yeah. So no, it's all good. Yeah, I just said um, yesterday they've cancelled the uh, the Bledisloe Cup game in Perth. Yeah. Gee, sixty thousand. Seats that would have um, filled, yeah, and that's a lot of money that yeah. Australian rugby unions missing yeah. out on. God, yeah. They'll be bawling their eyes out yeah. over that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I wonder how they go. Whether they've got insurance covers it. I don't think it does. No, no. yeah, don't think yeah. so. But they, they need, you know. Money desperately at the moment. The yeah. game, game's on its knees, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, but boy, a, lot, a lot of things are on their knees. So yeah. We've all just got to grin and bear it. That's right. I've I've woke up this morning and made a commitment to myself not to not to whinge or complain about what's going on because I have no control. That's right. And I'm just stressing myself about it. Mm. So. Whatever happens, happens. Just makes the problem worse, doesn't That's it, right. I guess? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so. Onwards yeah. and upwards. Yeah, keep moving mm. forward. Yeah, but yeah, as long as the weather keeps warming up, I'm happy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, Anything else up been happening? Oh, yeah, I'm trying to a few things. I've got a few things on the boil. Yeah. That you'll find out down the track. Oh, okay. Yeah. I look forward to that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, no. I know there's a new scoop coming up. Yeah. But we won't tell everyone yet. Uh, yeah. yeah. They'll come out with a surprise. Keep that a secret. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So how was your week? Yeah, that's normal. Flat chat. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> and, uh, oh... What's been happening in sport, jeez. Well, yeah, the Melbourne Storm have equaled the record for the most number of of wins, 19 at the moment. Yeah. Yeah, so they've equaled the Eastern Suburbs Roosters from 1975, 19 in a row. Yeah. And guess who they play next week? I'm pretty sure they play... What, the Broncos? (laughs) Choke a matter. Oh, Joker Matter. Parramatta. That's yeah. like, oh. Yeah. What, this week? <laughs> this Record's week. gone. This week or next week? Next week. Well, they, uh, they beat the Titans the other night. So 
Yeah, and this is, you know, just unbelievable. Like, even with players out, Uh, they still easily win. Even when they play badly. uh, Yeah. Oh, yeah, someone else would just step up to the plate. Yeah. But this is a thing. A lot of their players were ordinary players for other clubs. Yeah. But they've just got an awesome coach, awesome system. Yeah. And, yeah, they've got a no dickhead policy. Yeah. So is it is it the rugby league's last round? Before no, the they've got another two rounds to go yeah. after this one, I think. Well, yeah. The, yeah, well, this weekend's the last round before the AFL. Yeah, yeah they're, yeah, they're wrapping it up a bit early, aren't they? Yeah. Oh, that do they? I guess they still have that buy, don't they? Because I remember they. Um, well, before the finals. Yeah. Yeah, that's probably why. They they brought that in in 2016, yeah. which is the year we're going to talk about today. Yeah. And, gee, that, <laughs> that um, yeah, really helped the Western Bulldogs out that year. Yeah. Yeah, they went on, on the premiership. But if they hadn't have brought that buy in, yeah, yeah, yeah it would have been maybe a different story. But yeah. we'll know. So, yeah. so so to buy for all the teams. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, what they do, they'll finish all the rounds. Yeah. In the AFL. Yeah. And yeah, they'll so next week and no one will play. Yeah. And then they'll go in the finals. Yeah. Where the NRL they just go straight in the finals, yeah. you know. But yeah. it's after last night, Penrith beat uh South Sydney. Oh, yeah. Um so, yeah, I reckon it's still just a two-horse race, really. Yeah. Melbourne and Penrith. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, you know, if you ask me last week, maybe, or I would have said maybe four teams could probably win, three yeah. or four teams. Yeah, but I'd, yeah. after Penrith came back from 12-0 down last night. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so, so the... So New Zealand won the rugby league. Oh, the union. Uh, yeah, the union. Yeah, yeah. So you get to Lock do them. So you get to do the podcast with clothes on this week. Yep. <laughs> oh, that was I had full confidence in that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> didn't didn't they annihilate Australia? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Fifty-seven twenty something. Yeah. Yeah. Nah. <laughs> yeah. Nah. Oh, I I don't think I've watched a. Uh, Bledisloe Cup game for a long time. Yeah. You know, I, I don't, the Wallabies don't even know what it looks like now. Yeah. But uh, it was interesting because, yeah, Monday morning I had the radio on. Yeah. Uh, said last time the Wallabies won the Bledisloe Cup was 2002. Yeah. I think it was. And a man called Todai Kefu scored the winning try, right? Near full time. Yeah. I think it was John Eel's last game. Oh, yeah. From memory. Would have been, it was around that time. But I reckon it would have been the last time they won the Bledisloe. And, uh, yeah, I woke up Monday morning, got the sports show on, and, yeah, had the news come in that he was fighting for his life in hospital. He'd been yeah. stabbed by a gang of youths. and yeah. Yeah, and his family, they'd been rushed to hospital and, yeah, yeah this is up in Brisbane. Oh. But thankfully, yeah, he's recovering well. Oh, all through and, geez, I'll tell you what, would have been good if, uh, you know, you get those 
bloody kids on a rugby field, Todd Ikefu would have sorted them out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, it was like an in uh, home invade uh, robbery, yeah. yeah, burglary that gone wrong. Oh. He's woken up at three in the morning, and yeah, yeah. Oh, that's no good. So, uh, thankfully, yeah. they've caught. Well, I think most of them, yeah, mongrels. Yeah, I think I, I think I vaguely saw something. Yeah, the week, but yeah, it's I've been occupied with other stuff. Yeah, he's a lovely yeah. guy. You know, he's always. You know, whenever you think of him, you big grin on his face, and yeah, mm. those were the days where we used to, we had a good side. <laughs> yep, and at least oh, we were competitive. You know, yeah. like we're in there. You always knew we're in in with a chance of you know playing the All Blacks. Yeah. Now it's just turn up and see mm. what happens. Try and be competitive. So it's just basically a practice match for the... Oh, yeah. A training match for the All Blacks yeah. against... But they reckon this isn't a very good All Black side. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. And they're still annihilated. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, you know, I just heard... I saw on the TV, like, Australia is um, ranked six in the world now in 2020 cricket. Yeah. Which is just appalling. Yeah. You know? And Afghanistan are seventh. Yeah. So I reckon, honestly, I reckon Afghanistan would beat us. Yeah. Yeah. We're that bad at 2020 cricket. <laughs> and uh, yeah. we've never taken to that game. Never, never been, had any, yeah. Just do you think always it's, gone like a busted pretty much. Do you think it's just too many game, too many versions of the game? Yeah. Well, now they've got a fourth version in England. They're yeah. playing it, and it's been on Foxtel for the last three weeks and driving me nuts. Yeah. Uh, it's called a hundred. Uh, yeah. So each team faces a hundred balls. Yeah. Yeah. So that's like now a fourth format that's come in. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's just it's just too much. It's but, uh, yeah, exactly. It's really sad to see what's happening in Afghanistan, you know. Yeah. If you mentioned, say, 10 years ago that Afghanistan would be a test nation, yeah. you know, they would have produced some of these really good cricketers like Rashid Khan and yeah. Yeah, I'd think you were, you know. Yes, uh, yeah. <laughs> there was something wrong with you. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, like, that's one good thing that's happened with, mm-hmm. yeah, like, um, with what's happened there the last 20 years since uh, the West went in and took uh, control of the place. And, uh, yeah, but now, yeah. you know, that's uh, all go out the window. Yeah. And women over there were starting to play cricket. Yeah. And that won't happen now. Mm-hmm. So, uh yeah, we're very lucky to be where we are, eh? Yeah, we mm. sure are. Yeah, and we're supposed to play a test against Afghanistan in yeah. a few months, actually. So that's uh, in jeopardy now. Yeah. yeah. And Valentino Rossi's going to be a father. Oh, is he? Yeah. Right, so no wonder he's retiring. Uh, oh, well, he's, he's been there for a long time. And yeah. And I just thought, well, this morning I thought, Maybe in like 18, 20 years down the track, mm. 
if he had a daughter, mate, it'd be good to see some female riders get out there in the MotoGP. Yeah. And, and yeah. Well, look at Danica Patrick in uh, Indies. Yeah. You know, she revolutionised that sport for women. Yeah. Yeah. yeah She's no. very attractive too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's... But yeah. No, um, yeah, so it's the last round before the finals for the AFL. Mm-hmm. Yep. And the... Um, it was a close game between the Bulldogs and Port Adelaide yesterday. Right. Only, Who won that? Port Adelaide. Oh, by, really? By two points. Jeez. Yeah, that was close. Because, yeah, from what I've heard lately, they're all talking up the Bulldogs, thinking they're good, you know, certainties to win the comp pretty much. Yeah. 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 So today we've got... It's just the matches that started between Richmond and Hawthorne. Yeah, Richmond would probably take that one out because yeah. Hawthorne just can't just can't get going. Mm. And another game about to start is the Sydney Swans versus um, the Gold Coast. That's right. Yep. So yeah, well, yeah. Where's that being played at? Um. Because they wouldn't be playing that in Sydney, would they? No, it'd be at Metricom. Yeah. I think, if it would be. Mm. Um, also, we've got the Brisbane Lions versus the West Coast Eagles. Oh, that'd be a good match. This afternoon. Yep. Uh, tonight, we have Geelong versus Melbourne. Mm-hmm. Also, again, tonight, Carlton versus the W... Sorry, GWS Giants. Yeah, Giants are going all right. They should win that. Yeah, they're going good. And Mm. tomorrow we have St Kilda versus Fremantle. Yep. Um, Collingwood versus Essington. Right. Um, So um, I guess Richmond, they won't won't make the finals, eh? No. Gosh, you wouldn't have picked that at the start of the year, would you? Jeez. It's really throwing things around. Yeah. And then tomorrow, um, tomorrow afternoon, we've got Adelaide versus North Melbourne. Okay. So yep. that's 23 of 23, the final round before the finals. Ah. Yeah, so. Right. We'll see what turns up. But they're all, the, 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 the end of season, you know, celebrations have been. Short-lived, won't they? Well, it'll be interesting Again. to see where they have the the grand final yeah. this year. I know they've mentioned Perth. Yeah. Yeah, so... But, Perth, but Perth's locked everything out. Yeah. The, yep. Yeah, you know, they're saying New South Wales and... Mm. Yeah, it's hard, it's hard to know that... You know, what's going to be around. Yeah. What, what about Adelaide? Maybe they could play it there. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but then again, it's where the team's mainly based. Mm. And it only takes bloody one breakout. Yeah. And to destroy the whole lot. Well, this is it. This is why so the All Blacks, you know, cancel the um, the Perth test, the, the, the Bledisloe there, because they just don't know what's going to happen, you know. Just takes one outbreak and then boom, 
you know, they can't get home. And that could go for months. Yeah, so... Yeah, uh, that's right. No, it's very uncertain times, isn't it? Yeah. Mm. And, and, you know, it seems to be more uncertain than this time last year. Yeah. Yeah, because, like, last year they they had plans for the... They'd already decided to have the, the AFL grand final in, in Queensland. Mm. Yeah, and now, well... Yeah. Poor news that people in New South Wales there, buddy. Six hundred plus cases yesterday of the yeah. COVID Delta strain, and well, I reckon yeah. they could get up the two thousand. Yeah, but yeah. but Mel, Mel Melbourne got up to Victoria got up to one stage a bit over eight hundred mm. in one day, and and that was a peak, and then it started to slide back quickly. Yeah. So if they can do the same thing in, in Sydney, New South Wales, um, even though it's mainly around New South Sydney and districts around there, there's nothing in the rest of the state mm. that I know of. But, yeah, it's just, it's really uncertain. Oh, it is, yeah. You know, and, and it's still, you know, they've got the other events coming up. They've got you know, Bathurst is... Still going ahead, apparently. Well, yeah. I don't know if the Ashes is going to go ahead at the moment. Yeah. 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 You know, like if um, the English players aren't allowed to bring their their families over, yeah. they probably won't come over. Yeah. Yeah. And one of the the joys of uh, the Ashes is the Pommy supporters coming over. Yeah. You know? <laughs> That's the what bar- makes the series the, the bar- army, army, yeah, yeah. <laughs> all their songs and yeah. Yeah. so. Um, nah, um, it wouldn't surprise me if it doesn't go ahead. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think this is about our fiftieth episode. Yeah, yeah. 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 Yep. Uh, yeah, it's a big milestone. Yeah, <laughs> it is. <laughs> it's come up quickly, quickly, hasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. But uh, no, it's been been great fun. That's for sure. Yeah. yeah so today we're going to go back f- five years ago to the year twenty sixteen. It was the year of the Trump. So, what are your memories of twenty sixteen, Glenn? Twenty sixteen. Now you got me thinking. Five. <laughs> For some reason, the past week, I keep on thinking this is 2022. Yeah. I don't know why, but I've had to keep on going, no, it's still 2021. <laughs> so maybe I'm just, you know, hopeful, wishful thinking. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, the big news, the big story in 2020 uh, was... Oscar, Oscar, Pistorius. Pistorius, yeah. yeah. The Blade Runner. Yeah, sh- shit and mm. his fiance. Yeah, that's right. Reva Steen, Steen yeah. Camp, wasn't it? Yeah. 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 And all the living in South Africa in the gated community. And mm. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. That was very. Because yeah, he came to fame in the. the Olympics in 2012. Yeah, in the London Games, that's right. Yeah. Mm. To me, he seemed to get a pretty big swollen head. Yeah. From that. Yeah. 
you know, he became too big for his britches, so to speak. And yeah, yeah. So I've seen a lot of doc documentaries on it over the years, and yeah. he had a lot of anger issues too. Yeah. You know, jealousy issues and insecurity issues. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. he originally got sentenced to five years, and that was overturned to mm. to. 13 years and five months. Yeah. And yeah, I remember the real uproar about. That's right. In South Africa, about, yeah, being, you know, showing that women weren't worth anything or. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it, yeah, it was, yeah, because he's a bloke and, and that. So, yeah. Yeah. So this came across his website. That told me, um... And the story he was giving, <coughs> you know, when he was on trial was just farcical, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. And it's a different sort of life there, you know, like, um, yeah. you know, uh-huh. guns are just a part of life too, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's it sort of... It's sort of, um... What am I trying to say? Um... It yeah, you know, guns are part of life, but it's still a bit of an excuse. Yeah, it's about the, yeah. I've got a gun, or that's right. Yeah, to do something like that. I think he was very gun happy too. Yeah, because I don't know the full story, but there was something that happened a few years earlier, and um, you know. He, he was he, he was in a bar or something, pissed off with something, and got his gun out. And <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. So but, he had a track re- record. Yeah, from what I heard. Yeah. Um, there was a story. I, I don't know whether it was in Australia or somewhere else, but this guy was in this pub, and he was. <laughs> He was really blotted, absolutely smashed. Yeah, and he was, um, he was. They asked him to leave, and he went back home, really ticked off, and picked up his his, his backhoe and truck, and went to the pub and started to pull it down. Yeah, yeah, uh, actually destroyed the pub. And the police turned up and all of that. Yeah. Anyway, they um, said, oh, well, we'll have to call the owner of the pub. And when they were in the owner's mobile number, it was his, it was him. Oh, he really? He pulling down his own pub. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, he had at least out to these other people. Yeah. But, yeah, when it went to court... Um, the judge said he had to rebuild it and pay them two hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, yeah, for for lost weight, for lost earnings while the pub was being rebuilt. Jeez. <laughs> so I'm sure that guy doesn't drink anymore. No, you learn his lesson, <laughs> eh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm just trying to think back. Where was I? Well, I was on the Gold Coast here, man. Mm. 2016. That's five years ago. Yeah. Well, we've known each other s- since 2018. Yeah. Yeah. 
So I would have been, yeah, do, at TAFE doing my um, degree in sound production. Oh, okay. Yeah. Been, didn't realise he'd gone the TAFE. Yeah. Don't know. Oh, well done. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the oldest dude in the place, basically. Yeah. <laughs> Even older than the de- teachers, oh, except one. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but no. <laughs> I thought, well, you know, I know my stuff, but I suppose I better get that certificate. Yeah. Yeah. And for you, for 2016? Well, um, all I remember, mate, basically was, um, well, the main memories were, as I said, you know, the year of the Trump, Donald Trumpy's presidential campaign and his sledging battles with Hillary Clinton, who was aiming to be the first female president. Um, I remember at the time... I was hospitalised. I had severe pneumonia. Yeah. And <laughs> basically the only thing that was on television was uh, the interstate cricket matches. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, the debating that was going on between Trump and yeah. Clinton and yeah. just oh, how nasty they were yeah. to each other, yeah. especially on her side. Yeah, you know. um, yeah but... And, you know, and she was expected to win easily, from what I uh, remember. Uh, and, yeah, yeah, he, he won quite easily. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so I remember that. But, yeah, I remember being at home for about three weeks and <laughs> just uh, it was good, you know, getting to rest, up, you know, because I'm not used to. Having a rest, I'm yeah. used to just running around, yeah. doing this, doing yeah. that. And yeah. yeah, and I remember at the time, uh, Rebecca Wilson. Yeah. Yeah, she was one of my fav- favourite sporting journalists. She yeah. sadly passed away yeah. at a young age. Yeah. Yeah, from cancer. Yeah. And, well, uh, yeah. Yeah, so, you know, I really enjoyed listening to her. Um, yeah, there's a great TV series that came out called... The Secret Daughter. Oh, yep. With Jessica Malboy. Malboy. Yep. Yeah. That, that was a really good show. Yeah. Did you see that? Was that in 2016? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, I saw her on telly the other night, though. Yeah. No, well, well she, she was a... She was a... a, a you know, she, her mother fell pregnant to this guy... Yeah, who had a who had an empire in in hotels and that, mm. and um, this guy that that basically brought her up with a mother, but wasn't her real father. They kept it a secret this this whole time. Oh, really? And then she she thought the Gus was her father. Yeah, but he said, yeah, he said that. Uh, yeah, we we never really wanted you to find out. What was this a mini series? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I was just so uh, it it was just so well written. Yeah, about the about, about yeah, and she played Jessica Malboy. Yeah, played it so well. Mm. Yeah, I saw her on the Voice the other night. Yeah. That show used to be on Channel Nine, didn't it? The Voice. Yeah. Oh, I don't watch those shows. Yeah. We'll have to check with Livy. Hey, Olivia. 
You know that TV show, The Voice? Yeah, I love it. Why? Yeah. Was that on Channel 9? Uh, me and my mum watched it on 7 Flicks. It's on 7 now. Yeah. Yeah, they must have stealed it from them. So. Yeah. Yep. Steal this Oh, sorry, darling. Just give me an English lesson. <laughs> right, don't run away very far because I've got something for you. you got to do. You're on soon, okay? Oh. <laughs> yeah. Now I remember going to uh, Sydney with Olivia for my dad's 80th birthday, and had these beautiful views. You know, it was the same restaurant where I had my 50th birthday. Uh, mm, like overlooking uh, the Harbour Bridge there and uh, the waterfront. And yeah, I remember watching the Rio Olympics and. Yeah, going to Melbourne for Christmas and going to the Boxing Day test. And, yeah, it was a bit disappointing, that, because the day I went, it rained most of the day. Well, it wasn't really rain. It was really disappointing. Like, it was it was a very, very light drizzle. Uh, like, you could barely feel it. Uh, but they wouldn't go on. Uh, and, oh, it's just really annoying. And... Uh, yeah, I think I, I went to the Gabba test too earlier that uh, out a few weeks earlier at the Gabba uh, but, uh, when they were playing Pakistan. Uh, um, but it was much more pleasant at the watching it in Melbourne. Uh, I think they're a bit more educated there, <laughs> you know, because you go to the Gabba and you sit, you know, in that lower terrace. And uh, yeah, it's just. <laughs> Yeah, I think, you know, they're more there to drink a lot of supporters rather than watch the cricket. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But no, I remember I went to the test and then after that I just walked next door and I went to Amy Stadium and watched Tim Cale play for Melbourne City. Yeah. Yeah, so I got to see him in person. And he scored a couple of great goals and, um, yeah, and I also remember going on a tour, touring around the Twelve Apostles there, on the uh, Great Ocean Road. That uh, was spectacular. Uh, yeah. But um, no, I've got some fond memories of 2016, uh, even though I was sick for some of it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, because I remember, uh, you know, I, I came down with a fever and I thought, oh, you know, I'll go away in a few days. I yeah. had my flu shot and then yeah. it was just getting worse and worse. And when yeah. I started coughing up heaps of blood, I'm thinking, oh, this I think there's something wrong here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I remember I just felt like death, yeah. absolute death. Yeah. And I just drove to hospital thinking, oh, you know, just get some medicine and yeah. I'll come home and then, yeah, I'll see about, you know, mm. for about a week or so. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. No, they're my memories. Uh, okay, so we're up to our first segment now. This week's Who Am I? Um, I think that was the right one. <laughs> right, we're up to a Who Am I? So, this week we've got a real tough man. Uh, He's as tough as they come, this guy. Um,. Yeah, so I'm going to get Olivia to read it out. Mm -hmm. 
Okay, so it is time for the Who Am I segment. He's tough as guts, this bloke. <laughs> I was born in Sydney in 1981. I'm a former professional rugby league player who played 349 games my club between 2001 and 2019. I also played 24 games my state and 32 matches for Australia. I captained my first club to their maiden premiership win in 2016 and according to Wikipedia, I share the first grade record for the most seasons played in the NRL with the great Cameron Smith at 19 seasons. In 2012, I began an amateur boxing career, and in 2014, I began my professional boxing career. Earlier this year, I challenged ju- Justice Huni yep. to mm-hmm. the Australian heavyweight title. However, bravely lost 10 rounds. I also often feature on TV as a panellist on Channel 9 Rugby League, Shows as 100% footy. Such as 100%. Such as 100% footy. And I share the first name of the host of this podcast. (laughs) My name is... Thanks, Olivia. You can give us the answer later on, eh? Thanks for doing that. Well, Red. He's tough, this bloke. In that fight against Justice (laughs) Hooney, he's fighting with broken ribs. Yeah. He uh, still kept going. Uh, okay. We're up to our next segment now. Okay. It is time for Where Are They Now? Where are they now? So, we mentioned this great man last week. He's the greatest Olympian ever. So, we have an American this week. First time I think we've had an American on Where Are They Now? It's the great Michael Phelps. So, greatest Olympian ever. So, if we look at his, some of his career, he's a former, former American swimmer who holds the record for the most Olympic medals won by any athlete at 28. Bless my soul including 23 gold medals and 13 individual golds. And according to biography.com, Phelps made his Olympic debut at just 15 years of age at the Sydney Olympics and went on to swim for USA in five Olympics. And he made history as the oldest individual gold medalist in Olympic swimming history at the age of 28. So, in 2001, Phelps set the world record. So, he would have only been 16 then. So, he set the world record in the 200-metre butterfly, becoming the youngest male swimmer in history. Oh, here we are. No, he's just 15 years and nine months Mm. um, to ever set a world swimming record. He became a superstar at the 2004 Olympic Games in Athens. And... He won eight medals, including six gold, and he broke his own world record in the 400-metre individual medley. He also won gold in the 100-metre butterfly, the 200 metres butterfly, the 200 metres individual medley, mm-hmm. 4x200-metre freestyle relay, uh. and the 4x100-metres medley relay. <laughs> so they reckon 
like he just had the ideal physique for swimming. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, my computer's playing up a bit here. Sorry about that. At, at the 2008 Olympic Games in Beijing, China, Phelps won his 14th career gold medal, the most gold by any Olympian, and went past the great Mark Spitzer's 1972 record of seven gold. At the 2012 Olympic Games in London, yeah. Phelps' Olympic medal count increased to 22, mm. setting a new record for most Olympic medals, beating yeah. gymnast Larissa Latti... Lat, oh, it's a tongue twist to <laughs> this name. Latinina's record of 18. Yeah. Um. After the London Olympics, Phelps announced his retirement... However, he decided to come out of retirement and return to competitive swimming in 2014 at the Mesa Grand Prix in Arizona. Yeah, I went to Arizona years ago. It's uh, Phoenix, Arizona. It's a city out right in the out in the desert. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Phelps made the USA team for the Rio Olympics in 2016 and clinched his 19th Olympic gold medal, swimming the second leg of the men's 400 freestyle relay. He went on to win gold in both the 200 metres butterfly and the 4 by 200 metres freestyle relay. You'd be a handy person to have in your, on your swim team, wouldn't <laughs> yeah. you, in your relays. I wonder what he was like at school. Well, we'll get to that. When, when yeah. they had yeah, swimming carnivals. Mm. Oh, he would have, yeah. yeah, won everything in sight, I'd say. Yeah. Yep. But apparently he was scared of the water when he was a kid at first. Yeah, so there's, same with Ian Thorpe, you know, he only got into, I think it was Kieran Perkins it might have been actually, it's one of them. Yeah. Yeah, Kieran Perkins, he only got in the swimming because of asthma. Uh, you know, the treat asthma. Uh, yeah, so, uh, yeah, so he went on and won the 200 metres butterfly, the 4 by 200 metres freestyle relay. Gosh, we're going all day. Phelps also won gold in the 200 metres individual medley and became the first swimmer to win gold in four consecutive, so four consecutive gold medals in the same event at four, four different games. Mm. And Phelps told NBC Sports, I say this is a lot, but every single day I'm living a dream come true. Mm, he sh sure did. Yeah. In more ways than one, eh? Yeah. Phelps took gold again in his final Olympic race, helping the US team take the top spot in the 4 by 100 metres medley relay. And he finished his career as the most decorated Olympian in history. Mm. A total of 28 medals, 23 gold, 3 silver, uh. 2 bronze. One of those gold medals he missed out on in Rio, a guy from Singapore won it. Yeah. Yeah. One of the butterfly events. I think it was uh. a 200 metres, I think. Yeah. Uh, 39 world records, if you don't mind. Uh. Most of all time. And he was nicknamed the Baltimore Bullet. Yeah. Mm. Because he's from Baltimore. Uh. And he, um, yeah, he's spoken about, you know, his 
had really years of bad depression and mm. you had ADHD and, uh. yeah, so life hasn't, you know, like, um, you know, has been a real struggle for him at times. Uh. So what he's been, what he's up to now, he is 36 years of age. Yeah, and he's spoken openly about his battles with depression, especially during his career. According to biography.com, Phelps has realised it's okay to not be okay. However, still believes there is still a stigma associated with mental illness. He estimated that as many as 90% of Olympic Mm -hmm. athletes go through a post-games depression. Yeah. And believes the US Olympic Committee need to help more. Yeah, so that's definitely the, you know, we've seen, especially in swimming, it seems to affect swimming more than um, a lot of sports, you know. Uh, yeah, and in Australia, especially rugby league and cricket, uh, uh, yeah, there's suicide, there's a high rate of suicide in cricket. Uh, yeah. Some, yep. Yeah. Oh, didn't, um, know, didn't know that. Yeah, well, the late Peter Roebuck, um, um, who took his own life. Yeah, he actually wrote a book about, you know, cricket and suicide. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they just cram so much in. Mm, that's right. They, 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 don't, they don't have a life or to yeah mm. have a break. Yeah, yeah. Don't really have a yeah for the. Ones that play international, they don't really have a rest season. Well, that's right. An off season. Yeah, and cricket's such a mental game too. Yeah. With swimming, like they start at an early age. Yeah. You know, so like with Michael Phelps. Yeah. Like we, you know, he was 15 years old at the Sydney Olympics. Yeah. Like that would have been all he'd known. Yeah. You know, like (laughs) his whole life. Yeah. Yeah, would have been swimming. Yeah. And... Same with Grant Hackett. He's yeah. had all sorts of battles and Ian yeah. Thorpe and, yeah. you know, when all of a sudden that comes to an end, yeah, yeah you got to look at where do I go now? Yeah. you got to try and work something else out. Yeah, yeah, so I guess some athletes are lucky. They can go into media or coaching straight yeah. away. But, yeah. yeah, it's a real struggle for many of them. Yeah. Mm. So, uh, yeah, Phelps married former Miss California, Nicole Johnson. <laughs> you wanted me to put a photo of that on there, Glenn, didn't you? Uh, no, just, on June 13, 2016. Yeah. And they have three sons. Yeah. And according to Wikipedia, the family live in Paradise Valley, Arizona where Phelps volunteers as an assistant coach for the Arizona State's Sun Devil swim team. He'd be handy coach to have, wouldn't he? <laughs> <laughs> He'd have a few tips. Yeah. <laughs> he has his own foundation, which he began in 2008, which focuses on growing the sport of swimming and promoting healthier lifestyles. Mm. He's also on the board of um, Medibio, a company focused on diagnosis of mental health disorders. Oh, yeah. yeah. So I think, you know, a lot of these swimmers, like after their career comes to an end, yeah. you'd be surprised. A lot of them, yeah. they don't even just swimming for fun. They 
I just yeah. stop it. Yeah. I just, that's it. I was listening to a podcast yeah. recently. Yeah. Um, I was talking to oh, it's one of the Aussie female swimmers who had retired. Yeah. You know, it might have been Lisa Jones or yeah. Stephanie Rice or something yeah. like that. Yeah. And they, they've never gone in an Olympic pool ever since they've yeah. retired. Yeah. yeah. You know, they're just so over it. Yeah. And I only in sport, but I, but I know that well, back in the 80s, that mm. when I was living at Pomacurry, there was a guy there that he'd worked all his life. He was always happy and, and you know, really dedicated to his work. Yeah. Three days after we retired, he was dead. Really? Yeah. But, but, but before, he, before he actually retired, I remember sitting around after the gym with a group of us and he was going, what am I going to do? Yeah. What am I going to... I know a lady who that yeah. happened to. He, he, yeah. he didn't know what he was going to do mm. in retirement. Exactly. Because he just spent... Mm. He just spent all his life working. Yeah. yeah so. Well, I remember one lady, you know, I used to do Meals on Wheels and yeah. with clients where I used to work and, yeah. you know, she was this lovely lady. had worked there for years and, you know, we went to get the meals one day and she said, oh, you know, this is my last day here. I'm retiring. But, yeah, I'll see you around sometimes. And, yeah. Um, yeah. And then we went back the following week. We found out she'd died. Yeah. 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 That's very sad. Mm. So, yeah, in 2017, Phelps raced several breeds of sharks. I never knew this. Yeah. The only shark he beat was the reef shark. (laughs) What did he do? He bred them all. Yeah, they had some sort of device, you know, where he swam next to them. (laughs) So they they wouldn't attack him. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, no, they were too quick for him. But I reckon if they were gonna, they swimming towards him, that would have picked his pace up a bit. Uh, Yeah, uh, pardon me. uh, Billy Billy Connolly, when he did it, because he's married to his his wife's Australian. Yeah. And he was, was that Pamela Stevenson? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And he lived over here for a while. And he, and he was down the... They had a place overlooking the beach. And he went down for a swim. And he, 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 was, he was out in the water. And, he, you know, swimming away. And then he, he thought he saw a fin. Mm. So he... Freaked out and started swimming back in the shore. <laughs> he said he even swam, he even swam, uh, yeah, up on the sand, and then looked back and realised it was he was he was just a flipper, yeah, on his feet <laughs> 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 because he was swimming back in the shore, and, and the shark, he thought the shark was still fighting him. He thought he was, oh, right. he was gone, but it wasn't until he actually got to the beach <laughs> and realised that it was, it was his flipper. I heard a good story recently because, you know, the great Brian Henderson, you know, the the wonderful newsreader, you know, for so many years in Sydney, he passed away at 89 years of age and um, 
Yeah, and apparently, you know, he was a real character. Yeah. And might have been Ken Sutcliffe was telling this story. Yeah. Um, yeah, they were at a beach one day, you know. This was years ago. Yeah. And Brian Henderson, you know, they're in the surf. Because Brian Henderson, he originally came from New Zealand. Yeah. Yeah, and, uh, and they just see him swimming, you know, and he's swimming out and... And he's going further out and, Hendo, what are you doing? Oh, I'm swimming back to New Zealand. I miss my mum. <laughs> <laughs> and he's going further out. <laughs> and they're all there on the beach going, Hendo, Hendo, come back. <laughs> 40,000 kilometres is a long way to swim. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so we're up to... Uh, some of the events from 2016 now. So, yeah, North Korea had, um, they carried out a lot of missile and nuclear tests. And the fifth nuclear test, according to the Atlantic.com, produced an explosive yield of 10 kilotons. Yeah. <laughs> That's a bit, bit of power in that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and Britain voted to leave the European Union, and it was, as it was known, it was called Brexit. And that took a very long time. Oh, it's, it's to get still going on, isn't it? Oh no, no, no! They finally, I think they broke it. Finally went through. But yeah. three or four years later, it finally went through. But yeah. the thing, yeah, the thing I don't understand, like the vote that is like fifty-two to forty-eight. Yeah. And you think, you know, because I know when we have a referendum, like what's the percentage? You have to get about at least 80% or something, yeah. or 70 Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. the fact that they're willing to go ahead with such a close yeah. vote. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, that, it was all very political as usual. Oh, yeah. yeah. There was a lot of businesses that were going to go mm. bad and, yeah. But when they were with the European Union, they were, they were linked to the euro. Yeah. And they were afraid that some people, businesses, industries were afraid that if they go back to the British pound, that it would bloody do what the Australian dollar did when it mm. was first floated and sunk. Yeah. yeah. But I think it's... I don't think the conversion... Rate as high as it used to be. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I know our dollar's still stuffed compared to their pound. Yeah. It's under 50 cents now. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's about 45 or something. Yeah. Mm. So you wouldn't want to go there for a holiday at the moment. Well, yeah, once it's all open, there's going to be a lot of bargains around. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so Prime Minister David Cameron's political career came to an end after he called for the referendum. Um, yeah, so... But there were reports of Russia interfering in the US presidential election by hacking the Democrats' emails. Mm. Yep, so whether that happened or not, I don't know. And Donald Trump won the US presidency after he was expected to lose... And we had a lot of famous deaths and, yeah, the death of the great man, Muhammad Ali. Uh. 
Yeah, what a sad day that was. Mm. Yeah, like I had his uh, photo there for quite a while, you know, with the Beatles. Yeah. And, I, you know, I was tossing up, should I, because I, I was going to sell it after he passed away. Yeah. Um, but I thought, no, you know, I don't think I'll get that much for it. And yeah. Yeah, I sold it like a year before. I think it was in 2015. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, I sent it to a place in Sydney. That was a massive painting. I got it on a cruise ship in the yeah. Mediterranean at yeah. an auction. Um, but this company, sports company, didn't want it because they reckon it had air bubbles in it and, uh, and it was framed. And yeah. Uh, So, yeah, I just sold it on Gumtree eventually. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, and David Bowie passed away and Prince and... The great mm. golfer Arnold Palmer mm. and Gene Wilder passed away. Yeah. And Florence Henderson. Do you know what TV show she was from, Glenn? Uh, uh, Florence Henderson. I'll give you a hint. Yeah. Here's a story of a oh, man yeah. named Brady. The Brady Bunch. The Brady Bunch, yeah. 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 <laughs> So with music, we had songs like Stressed Out by 21 Pilots, Hello by Adele, and Can't Stop the Feeling by Justin Timberlake. Mm. And in films, there was Hackshaw Ridge. That was a great movie. I think it was directed by Mel Gibson. Uh. I saw it with my brother down at at this cinema in Melbourne. Uh. Yeah, it's one of my favourite movies, that one, based on a true story. Um, yeah, did you ever see that movie? No. No, it was based on, you know, uh, World War Two. you know, when yeah. Americans fighting the Japanese. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. No, it actually reminded me, um, oh, no, no, sorry, that five years ago. I was just a, just a post that came up on Facebook that... Mm. It was from seven years ago when, um, which was about 2014, when my son and I went to the God, God Class Theatre yeah. to watch Expendables, Expendables 2, with, uh, with um, Sylvester Stallone and oh, yep. all the tough guys there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Now, another movie was Moonlight and La La Land, and... I don't know if you remember this, but oh, there was the greatest stuff up of all time at the Oscars that that year. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so what happened? You know, when they um, the end of the show where they announced the best film. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm just trying to think who it was. Um, oh, geez, it escapes me now. I'll think of it after this. You know, I'll remember. Uh. But yeah, they announced. Um, La La Land, that's yeah. the best, you know, best picture. Yeah. And then someone comes on the stage and says, no, no, that's wrong, that's wrong, you're <laughs> given the wrong envelope. No, 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 Moonlight, Moonlight one. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, so, actually, it was Warren Beatty, I think. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, they'd put the wrong thing in the, it was, yeah. yeah, it was really weird how uh, it was done. So there used to be a TV show called Moonlighting. Yeah, it had Sybil Shepherd. Oh, I remember that. Chris Willis. Yeah, yeah. Mm. But another show that, that 
that Sybil Shepherd had was called Sybil. Yeah. And it was a, um, this other actress that, that it was really funny. The, um, the other Sybil's best friend was, was married to this doctor and got divorced and he, she used to you know, harass him and do things to his place. And yeah. <laughs> Quite funny, yeah. yeah. But it's amazing how they stuff up announcements like that. Yeah, you know, like I remember it happened on a oh, one of those reality model shows. Yeah, yeah, in in Australia, oh, about four years ago or something. Yeah. yeah, and it happened at a Miss Universe one year. Yeah, they announced the wrong person. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, that was like um, Tom Gleason when um, he he put his he put his um, he said he's going to um, promote he's going to um, get Grand Dania yeah to win the Gold Logie as a joke yeah and it turned out to be that. Grand Daniel did win the gold logie. Oh, yep. And he was the first guy to win the gold logie that didn't actually have a TV show at the time. Right. Because they cancelled Family Feud. Yeah. Then the next year, um, Tom Gleeson won yep. the, the, the gold logie. Yeah. yeah. I didn't realise Brian Henderson had won it a few times. Yeah. Yeah, I never knew that. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, and... Uh, no, the, on TV, we had The Offspring, Offspring and Q&A. Yeah. And, yeah, that's on Monday night still. And Highway Patrol. Yeah. Yeah, I, I like watching those shows, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah they catch all drink oh. drivers. You just shake your head, don't you? Yeah, you, go, yeah, oh. you, you just feel like, um, well, if I was a couple, I'd just take them out of the gene pool and bang. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Yeah. But, but uh, there's um, that that policeman from Bendigo, Mick. Mm. He's he's really good because he 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 seems to be pretty fair. Yeah, he, I've I've watched that show a lot of times, and he he's given people warnings. Yeah, I you know, just said, well, well, um, <laughs> yeah, just be careful and up. I was actually talking about this to the neighbour downstairs because I grew up in a country town. Yeah. And and the the local country policeman knew my father. And I was coming to, I was coming in. I'd gone through the sixty K into the town and um and um I was still doing hundred and twenty Ks. Yeah. Coming into the town. What was the speed limit? Sorry? 60. 60, I thought you said 60. I was doing 120. But, but, You're flying. But, but Gay was in his car. Yeah. And um, he just pointed at the man and said, slow down. He, he didn't book me. Oh, that was good of him. Because he knew that, that booking me would be nothing compared to if he told me father. Yeah. <laughs> Me father would have told strips off. Me. Oh, gosh. <laughs> so it was sort of, <laughs> it was sort of air gay. I, I, um, 
Yeah, brother, I've let me listen. And even, even today when I go down there and I come into the, into the, well, it's now 50, but I still come through the zone. I still remember yeah. Gay being there. And, yeah. Yeah, just, because I think he'd been in to see someone into a house and he came back out and just saw me flying in there. Yeah. And then just went, pointed at me and, <laughs> yeah. He knew where you were. Oh yeah, but, yeah, because yeah, because he knew the whole family, and it was a, yeah. a, a close mate of dad's. And <laughs> if, even when I went down to get my license, I drove down there, and I, he had the paperwork already done. He said, "Oh, there you go. Go out to the motor registry and yeah. you know, pay for it." Oh, joys of living in a country I, town. I said, eh? "Oh, you didn't want to test me?" I thought. Yeah. He said, he said, I've been seeing you drive cars yeah. for, for years. Oh, really? So I, 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 I don't bother about yeah. Gosh. Wouldn't happen today, eh? No. Yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so we look at some sporting events now, 2016. So we had the Rio Olympics. We spoke about some of this last week, but, yeah, it was the first time in South America... And the USA dominated the medal tally with 46 gold. And the mighty Usain Bolt, for the third Olympics in a row, won the 100 metres, 200 metres, and 4 by 100 metres for Jamaica. And America's Katie Ledecky set two world records and won four gold medals in swimming. And Simone Biles starred in gymnastics... And Australia took home eight gold medals. Mac Horton won gold in the 400 metres freestyle. And, yeah, he beat that Chinese cheat, Sun Yang. And he's another one. He's come over to Australia. Yeah. And used our coaches. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Thankfully, he wasn't at the Tokyo Games. Um, yeah, so Auss- the Aussie women broke the world record, winning the 4 by 100 metres freestyle. Yeah. And 18-year-old Kyle Chambers from Adelaide stormed home to win the 100 metres freestyle. Yeah. I remember that clearly because uh, I was at my parents' place yeah. on holidays in Lure and yeah. whenever I'd go back home, you know, the mate in Sydney, um, he'd always drive up and we'd catch up and, uh, yeah, we were sitting there watching it on TV and yeah. cheering and... Yeah, sadly he passed away, my mate, early this year. Yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah, you know, that's quite sad. Very mm. sad, you know. Yeah, really miss him. Um, yeah, and he, he listened to some of the episodes, some of our episodes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And we also won gold in rowing, sailing, women's rugby, and surprisingly... Uh, one of our female athletes, Chloe Esposito. No one had ever heard of her. She won a gold medal in the modern pentathlon. And if you ever watch that, that's really <laughs> interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Because they've got to run around a track and then pick up a gun, start shooting at targets, uh-huh. and then go run around, do another lap. Yeah. And they're, they're in, you know, it's swimming. I think they even do horse riding in it. Yeah. Yeah. It's a bit of everything. Mm. 
Yeah, so, um, but it, yeah, it was the year of the underdog. So Western Bulldogs, they surprisingly won the 120th AFL Premiership where they defeated the Sydney Swans. I was pretty shattered over that, you know, because uh. I was a Swan supporter and... Yeah, it was the scores were very neck and neck the whole way, but yeah, they just ran away with it uh. in the final quarter. But it was that bloody week off that they had uh. that got them home. I reckon you know that week off before the finals. Uh. If it wasn't for that, I reckon the Swans would have won. Yeah, yeah. And Cronulla Sutherland Sharks they finally broke through to win their maiden NRL premiership. <laughs> After joining the competition in 1967, when they hung on to defeat the Melbourne Storm, 16 points to 14. And as the great rugby league caller Ray Warren said at full time, you can turn off the porch light now. <laughs> yeah. So that's in reference, you know, like that's been a famous <laughs> saying for the... Prime Minister Harold Holt, he went swimming one day back in the, I think it was about 1967. He uh, he was a keen swimmer, wasn't he? Yeah. Yeah, he went swimming in the surf and never came back. Never underbite him. Yeah, and they've always, you know, spoken about putting the tor- porch light on for him. And yeah. They use that same reference for Cronulla because, yeah, yeah, you know, they're supporters and... Been waiting for so long, yeah. so many years for them to win a premiership. Yeah. They finally broke through. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, uh, but one thing that was, you know, at that time was the Sharks had got a, a great um, theme song for their team. Yeah. It's called Up, Up Cronulla. Up Cronulla. Yeah. You want to come over and sing it with me? Come on. Uh, uh-uh. It's short and sweet. No? Okay. Uh, because I'm uh, I'm a shy boy. Yeah, I can't sing, but I'm going to sing it. Uh, you ready? Here it goes. Up, up, Cronulla. The boy's in the black, white and blue. Up, up, Cronulla. Name of the sharks fits you. Sharks, sharks forever, go out and play without fear. (laughs) Now's the time to see good football, for the sharks are here. (laughs) (laughs) How did I go? That was... Your turn. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Because um, Neil Diamond used to play a fair bit at the at the Sharks Club. Oh, did he? Yeah. And I, because when I was younger, I thought Neil Diamond lived yeah. in Cronulla because he said, because the sign always seemed to be up a fair bit. Oh, really? About Neil Diamond. Yeah. Playing it. Um, well, Cronulla Leagues Club. Yeah. Yeah, well, they're doing a massive redevelopment there at the moment. Yeah. Yeah. That's why um, the Sharks haven't played at home for oh, a couple of years. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, I haven't been to mm. Sydney. I haven't been to Sydney for 12 years or so. Oh, all right. 
Uh, yeah, it's probably the only oh, rugby league ground I haven't been to. Yeah. Yeah, like pretty much all the other ones I've been to, but yeah. never been to Shark Park. Yeah. Well, they've had heaps of different names for it over the years. Yeah. Yeah. Endeavour Field initially. Yeah. So Leicester City, they won the English Premier League. And according to Mashable.com, they were 5,000 to 1 odds. And it has ranked as one of the biggest sporting upsets in history. Because normally in the English Premier League, you know, it's always like Man United, Man City, Arsenal, Liverpool or Chelsea winning it. And Leicester were, you know, always down the bottom of the table. Yeah, in this one year, they just, yeah, everyone expected them to fall off the porch, but no, they just kept winning and winning and winning and held on to win the Premier League. Like, that'd be like, um, say, Burley Bears winning the NRL, just about. Yeah. Yeah. That's how big an achievement it was. Yeah. It's bigger than Parramatta winning the Premiership. Yeah. And they're like, you know, squillions to one. Yeah. Yeah. And in baseball, the Chicago Cubs won their first World Series since 1908. And the city of Chicago had the party of all parties. And in golf, Jordan Spieth blew a big lead in the final round of the US Masters with a quadruple bogey on the 12th hole. Mm-hmm. And England's Danny Willett, he went on to win. And in the British Open, Sweden's Henrik Stenson won the title with an incredible 20 under. Uh, and he fought it out with uh, Phil Mickelson. Uh, yeah, so they were like 15 shots ahead of the opposition. Uh, that's how dominant yeah. both of them were. Yeah. Uh, that's incredible for the British Open because normally, you know, whoever wins it, it's like one over, two over. Uh, yeah. So, okay, Glenn, so what took place in the world of motorsport in 2016? Yeah. Well, in Formula One, Nico Rosberg won his first World Drivers mm-hmm. Championship, then surprisingly retired yeah. from the sport. Yeah. I wonder why he retired. I have to look yeah, for that. I don't know, but that seems a bit... Yeah. Yeah. Because when you win a World Championship, you're sort of getting up into your... Your um, you know, your peak of your yeah your career, so you want to be gone. But th- th- there must have been some re- major reason that mm. he decided not to go any further. Yeah, Aussie Daniel Ricciardo done very well. Yeah, coming, coming third, driving for the Red Bull. <sighs> Jeez, I wish he, I wish he stayed with Red Bull. What do you uh, think? Yeah. You wish he did? Oh, yeah. yeah At least he would be winning races then and getting on the podium. That's right, you know? yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no. Yeah, oh, makes me a bit cranky, it? that. Mercedes won the world's champion, world construction championship in motor, sorry, in supercar. Will Davison and Jonathan Webb mm. from... Tick on, auto sports one Bathurst, 
Shain Ben Gizgon Gisberg and Gisberg won the Rovers Championship. Mm-hmm. And Mark Mark Mazetz, he won the the third his third MotoGP title riding Honda. And the 100th India Indy 500 was won by Alexandra Rossi. Yeah, another Rossi, eh? Yeah. I'm just looking at Nico Rosberg. So, yeah, he's a German. Yeah, he was the son of um, Kiki Rosberg, the guy who won the the first Australian Grand Prix, Formula One Grand Prix. Yeah, so he's a German-Finnish racing driver. Yeah, so just interested to see what he's doing now. It's interesting he's got two nationalities, though, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. That's really strange. But, um, yeah. Yeah, very interesting. Yeah, because also Shane Van Glossen. Oh, Gisbergen. Gisbergen. He won the first race at the GC 600. Mm. And, um,. Uh, so you had pole, yeah, and also won, and then in the second race it was Jamie Wincup. Oh, okay. He, he got pole, and also um, won as well. Right. Which, yeah, interesting on how they both had the between the two races. Yeah. How they got the pole and the and the win. Yeah, just. Because yeah. I thought the second race, it was whoever won the first race had pole on the second. Yeah. Because so, yeah. so they have two races, don't yeah. they? Yeah. Yeah. It's split up into 600. Yeah. Two races at 300 k's each. Yeah. Yeah. Jeez. That's a, I wonder how, how quick would it take them to do that? Oh, it's about... Um, a few hours? Yeah, it's... The, but bit over two hours. Yeah. Because they, yeah. they fly around the track, oh, don't yeah. they? Yeah. No, I'm just looking yeah. at, um, yeah, Nico Rosberg. Yeah, he announced his, when he renounced, announced his retirement five days after clinching the title because he wanted to spend more time with his family. Um, yeah, and he... Just having a look. Uh, yeah, he moved into driver management. So this is according to Wikipedia. Yeah. Yeah, and he's a TV pundit and an eco-entrepreneur, interestingly. Mm. Yeah. Cool. Rightio. Now to reveal this week's Who Am I? Okay, we're going to give the answer to Who Am I now. And Miss Olivia's going to come back. Here she comes. Go, Leafy, go. Okay. Do I read out the question again? No, you just got to give the answer. There he is. I didn't read that one. No, no, you don't need to worry about that. The answer to the who am I question on motorsports is... No, no, for um, who am I? Who am I? Oh, sorry. Motorsports come and gone. (laughs) We're up to who am I. 
Okay. <laughs> Paul Gallon. That's right, Paul Gallon. Yeah. And uh, yeah, he's often on television a lot now. I saw him, you know, on on uh, Channel Nine last night after the footy, uh. talking about the game with uh, you know some of the other commentators there. Um, and he's a very articulate guy, you know, incredible bloke, uh, incredible career. Yep. You know, and when New South Wales were getting beaten, you know, every year by that incredible Queensland side in the state of origin, uh, you know, he really stood tall because he was their captain uh, most of that time. And, uh, yeah, I remember there was one game, I can't remember what year it was. It was around that 2016 time uh, and... Uh, Oh, it might have been a few years before that, and oh, he, I think he was he he got ten out of ten for that performance oh, yeah. in the it was the second game of the series yeah. New South Wales yeah. won, and uh, yeah, he was just oh, really dominant, you know, oh, really yeah. dominant performance, and mm-hmm. he was their captain when they finally broke through and won in twenty fourteen. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, so, uh, very, Mm. very versatile man. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Jack of all trades. A footy player, boxer, and a commentator. Okay, up to the draw now. Thanks, Paul. To have picked the next podcast episode. See what we got for next week. What's it going to be? Yeah, okay. We're going back another four years. Another four years. Another Olympic year. Yeah. Yep. Okay. 2012. That's right. Okay. 2012. Cool. I moved into the apartment in 2012. Yep. I think he moved across the road. No, that was 2013. Oh, 2013. Yeah. yeah. 2013. Uh, following year. Okay. Yep. Yep. Mm. Okay. So thanks for joining us for this episode of Paul's Sporting Memories. And please check out our Facebook for posts of my sporting memories. So it's goodbye from Paul. It's a goodbye from Glenn. And it's a goodbye from Olivia. Goodbye. Thank you for joining us for this episode of Paul's Sporting Memories. Please check out our Facebook page for posts on Paul's Sporting Memories. Thanks to Gold Studio Productions for producing Paul's Sporting Memories. Please check out Gold Studio Productions on Facebook. Until next time have a great sporting week.